This is the Living Your Best Unselfishly Selfish Life podcast. I am your host, Rachel Harper of rachelharper.org. I empower working women to create a life absent of self-neglect by living a life of balance and abundance in their movement, nutrition, and mindset. Now, before we go any further, I want to let you know that I have this awesome gift just for you, totally free at no cost. It is my newest ebook. It's called Holistic Restoration, empowering you to becoming a better steward of your mind and body. Now, what you need to do is just go to rachelharper.org forward slash restoration. Again, that's rachelharper.org forward slash restoration to download it free for no charge just for you today. I hope you enjoy it. So today I'm talking to the working woman who is in a place where she often puts others before herself. So again, I enjoy working with working women, women who work, oftentimes women who have children who often see themselves putting others before anything that they will do for themselves. And a lot of times this leads to guilt. This might lead to anger. It leads to a whole lot of other things, right? Let me tell you about myself. So I am actually a mother of three. I am married. Before I got into um, Harper Wellness Solutions, I was actually a teacher. Before I was a teacher, I was actually a fitness instructor, right? So I went to college to learn science and exercise science and all those things. And I said, you know what? I love fitness. Let me go ahead into fitness. And then after I got into fitness, I said, I actually enjoy teaching science. I went into the classroom, became a science teacher, me and my husband, we both became teachers. We moved to a totally different state, started having babies, and it just felt like my whole life was just inundated in everything around me, especially as a teacher. If anyone who's listening is a teacher or if anyone knows a teacher or just working full-time period, it often takes a lot of time and a lot of energy out of your own life. I was a special ed science teacher. I still remember one night, my first year, I stayed up all night, probably until about an hour before it was time for me to even get up for work. And what I was doing, I was actually working on um, some paperwork that I had. I was a special ed teacher. Um, so you might've heard the word IEP. And the IEP was pretty lengthy. And it was my first time ever doing one. So I stayed up all night, all morning, until it was about an hour before it was time for me to wake up and go to work. And at the time, I actually had a mentor. So first year teachers often get mentored. And so my mentor, you know, she was really nice. But I took her my IEP, and you know, when I finished writing it, um, and just to let her check over it, and everything that she saw on it was a problem. And when I tell you I was so upset and angry, I had stayed up all night, putting everything I knew into this IEP, everything that I learned in college about writing IEPs, just for her to tell me everything was wrong and I needed to go back and fix this and fix that. And it was so frustrating. And that whole entire first year and probably into the first year and a half, maybe two years, I put my all into everything in that job. And somebody said, well, oh, well, that's perfect. That's good that you put your all. You're probably a really good teacher. Yes, that I was, but I was drained. I was drained. I really didn't have time for self. I didn't have time to do a whole lot of other things that I wanted to do for myself, right? And especially in my marriage, you know, it came out to my marriage. My husband was like, I need the attention. I don't even know how we even end up having a baby, you know, because it's like we never really had time for anything because I was so focused on paperwork and lesson planning and answering emails and making sure everything was just right. And, you know, that was all well and good. But then here, after doing that, you know, it can definitely come back and hit you in the butt. 
And so for many of you guys, I really wanted to talk to you all because you might be in the same place or you might have been in the same place, right? That I was in before. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to do exactly what I did my first two years of teaching into the last few years of me teaching. I made sure that I took time out for myself. I made sure that I didn't do uh, many of those things. Um, but before I get into talking about the things that I did to change that around, I just want to talk to you. What are some of the symptoms that you may be having? You know, are you in the same place that I was in? Does my situation sound exactly like you? Maybe you have a job that's demanding. It's taking up all of your efforts, most of all your time. You have no time to do things that you enjoy or do anything for yourself. Maybe you're not exercising. Maybe you're barely eating. Maybe you are lacking in your spiritual guidance. Those are all symptoms of putting other things and other people before yourself. And speaking of, you know, not really exercising and eating right, even though I knew fitness, that was one of the things that I did. I, I was barely exercising. I was losing so much weight. And some people might say, be saying, wow, that's great. But not for me, because I is like in the summertime when I took off, I would almost reach 140 pounds, which is always my goal weight. But once the school year start, I'm barely eating. I'm rushing off to work. I'm rushing to take my kids to school so I can make it to school on time. And I'm not eating breakfast. I'm rushing and barely eating anything for lunch because, I mean, anybody who's a teacher knows that, man, if you get 25 minutes of lunch, you're lucky. And that's, and, I mean, I had to walk down to the cafeteria, get the lunch, stand in line with the kids, then go back to my classroom and try to help me eat. I did that for an entire, you know, um, that was about five years of me rushing and eating. And then my last year of teaching, I said, okay, I'm getting out of this school. I'm going somewhere else. And I mean, they had like an almost a whole hour of eating. And you guys were like, why are you sitting here talking about eating? But it really made a big difference, right? But it, before I, I lost so much weight because I'm just rushing and rushing and trying to hurry up and, and take care of everybody else's dreams, you know, on this job. And that's what a lot of us teachers and a lot of us workers do, you know? And so I say, you know what? I have to step away from this. And I ended up becoming an entrepreneur. And so that's how Harper Wellness Solutions was birthed. And so I have taken both of my degrees. So my exercise science degree, which helps with fitness, and I've taken my master's degree in community counseling. And so now I'm helping working women create that life of abundance, right? And in order to have a life of abundance, you have to have self-care. You have to get rid of self-neglect. You have to get rid of self-doubt and all of those other things, right? And the best way that we do that is by making sure we are balanced in our movement, our nutrition, and our mindset practices. And a lot of times, if one of those things are off, then everything else shifts in the, in the negative direction. And so, you know, you may also feel the same way. Maybe you're not exercising, eating right, or maybe you're lacking um, a certain mindset that you need in order to be empowered in your everyday, um, you know, work and your everyday uh, relationships, even with yourself, right? Are you enjoying doing the things that you enjoy? Do you have time to do the things you enjoy? And maybe you do, but you just feel like you don't because now you have all this stress. You have not set any goals. Maybe you're lacking exercise. Maybe you're feeling stagnant where you are right now. Are you feeling stuck? A lot of times we feel stuck when we're working women, you know, with everything going on around us, we oftentimes feel like, well, how can I make a difference in this? I just kind of have to sit here and, and wallow in what's happening and what's going on. And a lot of times that's not the truth. You don't have to do that. Do you desire more in life? 
A lot of us do, but a lot of us don't pursue it as women because we're helping other people work their desires and get their desires off the ground and get their businesses off the ground and, and fix their children and doing all these things for other people to the point that we don't have time to do that for ourselves. I want to help you out today do a few things. So in order for you to get rid of that self-neglect I need you to do one thing. What we're gonna do, I'm gonna give you three strategies today to help you become better steward of your mind and your body. I need you to first gain clarity on how to get started with empowering your mind, body, and your soul, right? That's first things first, you gotta know how to even do that. How can I get clarity on how to even go in what direction? Am I going left or am I going right? A lot of times we don't know, but how can I empower myself? Number two, you need to understand the importance of showing up and creating an atmosphere of restoration and the, to the point that you will never look the same. And so that's what my ebook is about. I need you to get holistic restoration. And holistic means your mind, your body, and oftentimes your soul. So that's why I talk about movement, nutrition, and your mindset practices. How are all those things working? Are you eating? How's your mindset? Do you feel okay? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel strong? Or are you feeling weak? Do you feel like you need someone to lift you up? Are you asking for help? What are you doing to feel empowered and get rid of the self-neglect that you're doing in your life? So first things first, this is what I want you to do. I'm gonna give you a small roadmap just to get you started. And this goes along with the ebook. So again, free of charge to you, no cost at all. Go to rachelharper.org forward slash restoration so that you can get the ebook, right? So I'm just gonna give you a few pointers out there, a few things that I want you to do in order to start on your roadmap to restoration. Now, what you're gonna do first, I need you to list the things in your life that cause you stress a lot of times we're holding so much stress right and even for me a lot of times I know when I'm carrying stress because my my head starts to hurt really bad I'm like oh my gosh okay my head hurts my shoulders hurt I just don't feel like doing much today that's stress and a lot of times we think okay stress looks a little bit different no your body tells you when you are stressed and the thing about it that i often tell my clients is that you have to listen to your body your body is the first thing that's going to tell you when you're stressed it's not always your brain because a lot of times as women we want to trick our brain into telling us that we're okay right and so a lot of times with our brain our brain is not going to be the first thing to tell you that you're stressed oftentimes it's the second thing but you have to focus your brain on you know not lying to it let's just put it that way we cannot lie to our brains our brains know afterwards unfortunately afterwards and not first but a lot of times our body tells us first and you have to let your brain connect with your body so list the things in your life that cause you stress now there are two types of stress you have what we call you stress and distress in other words it's good stress and bad stress so good stress might be applying for a new job you get an interview and you're sweating your palms are sweaty you're about to go in you're about to talk to the boss whatever the case may be now we have what we call distress or bad stress bad stress would be okay i have not slept in almost 72 hours now my head is hurting i cannot think like i need to i'm falling asleep behind the wheel i'm yelling at my children i'm yelling at my husband my husband doesn't know why i'm yelling at him he's just so confused right so that is bad stress so you have to know the difference between the two so number one make sure you list the things in your life that cause you distress not good stress distress okay the bad things we got to be able to acknowledge this number two what do you do when stress occurs in your life when stress occurs in your life what do you do 
Do you hold it all in? Do you get it out? Do you yell into a pillow? So that's the second thing I want you to do. I want you to list what do you do when stress occurs in your life? The third thing that I want you to do is to recognize or write down what red flags or alarms do you get letting you know that you're overwhelmed with stress? Again, a lot of times we don't listen to our body. However, a lot of times we know. We know exactly when we are stressed. We know exactly when someone is getting on our nerves. We know exactly when we, you know, when we're hungry or let's say hangry, as we might say, right? So, but what are some of those red flags? Do you often, you know, bob your fist? Do you get quiet? Do you feel like, oh my gosh, my head is about to explode? Like, what are those red flags or those alarms that, you know, tells you that you are being triggered by stress? You have to know these things, okay? So first thing to do, list these three things down. List the things in your life that cause you stress. Recognize or write down what do you do when stress occurs in your life. And then number three, what red flags alarms you, letting you know that you're overwhelmed with stress? You have to know those things. And then last but not least, how do you feel physically when stress occurs in your life? You know, how do you physically feel? All of these things connect. And this is why I said our movement, our nutrition, and our mindset practices, a lot of times our mindset can be, oh my gosh, this is so stressful. I cannot take it anymore. And then you start to feel it physically. When I was in college, I actually worked at a Sam's Club, but I was also a track runner. And there was one year where I was just going back and forth. I was going to class, I was going to practice, and then I was going to work. Class, practice, work. All day, every day, barely eating anything, barely drinking anything. And this one day I was at the cash register and I was, you know, checking someone out. And next thing I know, pass her right there, just at the cash register, while I'm checking out a lady and her, her son. And, you know, the cashier behind me had to end up picking me up and taking me over there and get some water and things like that. And thankfully, it wasn't anything more than just being dehydrated. But that was my body responding. I was I was too stressed. My body was like, hold up now. You need to slow down. I want you to not fall out like I did. So something that I did again, I was a teacher. And anytime we had meetings, I will always leave the meeting. And it wasn't just me. We will always leave this meeting feeling so stressed because they would say, okay, you need to have this done by this time. You need to make sure you're contacting these parents by this time. You need to have all your lesson plans in by this. And it was just like so much in that one meeting that 60 minutes long, they're telling you all these things. And I would often leave these meetings and a lot of people like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? This is just too much, you know, and things like that. And I was like that in the first few years or whatnot. But it came came a time where I said, you know what, I'm not going to let these meetings stress me out. Just because the person who's leading this meeting is stressed out doesn't mean that they're going to put all that stress on me. That's not going to happen. So I want to empower myself. And you know what, when I, I'm now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write all the stuff down that, I needs to, that needs to get done. But I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Now, it's going to be done by the deadline. But, you know, I'm going to debrief after these meetings. I couldn't change deadlines. I couldn't change my responsibilities. But I could change how I reacted to the situation. And again, my reaction was I'm not going to let them, you know, take over feeling empowered. I'm going to empower myself. I'm going to go back to my classroom. 
I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to think a thing about what they talked about for 24 hours and I'll come to it tomorrow. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all those dates. I'm going to put them into my nice folder or into my, you know, planner, my calendar. I'm going to write everything down that I need to get done. And I'm just going to slowly check off all the things, you know, whereas a lot of the other teachers, they keep it in their head. They're talking about it. They stress out about it. They're trying to get everything done at one time. And then they all come to me like, how do you, you know, how, how do you remember all these dates? How do you stay so organized? How are you not stressed? Because I have to worry about my own health. But not only that, I am a mother. I'm a wife. And so other people need me too. Yes, they are paying me. Thank you. I have to put myself first. You know, like they say, there's an order, guide yourself, you know, all that other stuff. But I can't put a job first. I can't think about what things are stressing you. What thing can you change? How can you change it? Do I need to change my mindset? Do I need to change how I'm reacting to it? Those symptoms that you feel, a lot of times those symptoms are going to come out and it might come out in your marriage, might come out with your children, might come out while, you know, you sleep and you're not really getting the sleep that you need. So let's decrease those symptoms and take care of our mindset. Let's take care of our nutrition. Let's make sure we're eating. Let's make sure we are, you know, doing our movement. Make sure that you are going to rachelharper.org forward slash restoration, okay? Because this is going to be the year of us restoring ourselves. I want you to feel restored in 2021. Feel restored in 2021. That's it. You know, we don't have to make big changes, but we need to feel restored as working woman. Again, we don't want to have those symptoms coming out into all of our relationships with our children, our spouses, our boyfriends, and even ourselves, our, you know, whoever. You can come out on the job too. You might just feel like, oh, you know what? Today I quit. And then 24 hours go by and you're like, oh my God, what did I just do? Right. So we don't want that to happen to you. Go ahead and download your free ebook. It's free to you at no charge. Um, I gave you today page one of the book. Um, and I'll, I want you to go ahead into the book and see all the other pages and all the other things that you can do. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and how to build a life absent of self-neglect and abundance in your movement, nutrition and your mind. Leave your comments. Go ahead and share this podcast because guess what? Now we're friends. And what do friends do? Friends share great content. And so go ahead and share this information. Go ahead and let your friends know that we're here. Reach out to me on Instagram. You can reach out to me on Harper Wellness Solution. I am also at Rachel Harper Health, which is my personal Instagram page. Go ahead and like and subscribe to me on my new YouTube channel because I'll be doing a lot of exercise classes there. Um, I have a free exercise class every Saturday on my Facebook business page as well. You can meet me there live, 9.15 a.m. Rachel Harper Health is where you can meet me. Again, 9.15 live every Saturday. Reach out to me if you need to via email. Just go to my website, rachelharper.org. All the ways to contact me is there. So I will see you next time.